The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. He replied, What do you wish me to do for you? They answered him, Grant that in your glory we may sit, one at your right and the other at your left. Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Can you drink the cup that I will drink, or be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? They said to him, We can. Jesus said to them, The cup that I drink you will drink, and with the baptism with which I am baptized you will be baptized. But to sit at my right or at my left is not mine to give, but is for those for whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard this, they became indignant at James and John. Jesus summoned them and said to them, You know that those who are recognized as rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones make their authority over them felt. But it shall not be so among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you will be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you will be the slave of all. For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. The Gospel of the Lord. People are very particular about where they like to sit when they go out to different places. Have you noticed this? If we go to a live concert of the Zac Brown Band, for instance, we want to sit as close to the action as possible. If we're lucky, some sweat from the band will drip like holy water from heaven upon us. If we attend a Razorback football game, we want to sit at the 50-yard line so we can yell at the referee and hopefully change a bad call. And if we come to church on Sunday, we sit as far away from the pulpit and the priest as possible. There are always available seats in the front of church. That reminds me of this little joke Back in the days before churches had wireless microphones, a preacher would be wired for sound with a lapel mic attached to a long cord. Well, as he preached one Sunday, he moved around the podium and he would jerk at the cord as he went along. Sometimes he might move to one side and get tangled up in the cord and then trip and jerk the cord again. After several circles and jerks, a little girl in the third pew leaned toward her mother and whispered, If he gets loose, will he hurt us? (laughs) And that is why we sit as far back from the pulpit and priest as possible, because if he gets loose, he may hurt us. 
In the gospel today, James and John are in search of some special seats as well. And they would like to sit close to Christ. They request seats for the resurrection when he returns in his glory, requesting, grant that in your glory we may sit one at your right and the other at your left. James and John wanted to be close to Jesus like we want to be close to the Zac Brown band at a concert and not sit far away. And Jesus sweat in the Garden of Gethsemane really was holy water from heaven because it turned into his most precious blood. But like the little girl in the third pew wondered about the danger of getting too close to Christ, so Jesus warned his disciples, can you drink the cup that I will drink? He was talking, of course, about the cup of suffering and death. In other words, that little girl was spot on about getting too close to Christ, the high priest on the pulpit of the cross. If Jesus gets loose in our life, he may hurt us by inviting us to carry our cross. It won't be easy to follow the Lord. And so sometimes we like to sit a safe distance from our Savior in the back of church, if possible. Indeed, in Mark chapter 10, verse 45, the last line of today's gospel is a succinct summary of the entire second gospel, where Jesus states, For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Before you start jockeying for position at the parousia, at the end of time, therefore be sure to count the cost of letting Jesus loose in your life. My friends, I believe that where we sit in general, but especially where we sit in church at Mass, can be a measure of our discipleship to a great extent. Now, this rule may not apply in every case. Nonetheless, it is typical. It is true that when you sit in the last pews in church, I'm not looking at anybody, your level of commitment to Christ might be somewhat minimal. As you move up the body of Christ, the body of the church, however, you begin to feel a stronger faith and a commitment and desire to do more. Who are the people who sit closest to the altar and the pulpit? They are the lectors who read the scriptures and the Eucharistic ministers who distribute Holy Communion. And inside the sanctuary itself are the priests and the deacons and sometimes altar servers when they make it. Please don't misunderstand me. I do not mean to measure anyone's heart. I don't even measure my own heart. But at least in terms of external commitment, we certainly say something about the depth of our discipleship by our pew position at Sunday Mass. Lest you feel I'm pointing fingers at others, let me use my own family as an example. When I was growing up, 
my family did more or less the minimum. We attended Mass on Sunday, but that was about it. And we sat close to the back. We did the three things that all good Catholics should do. Pray, pay, and obey. But as my family's faith grew, so did our level of involvement in church activities. My father, Tony, served on the Finance Council. My sister, Mary, leads the RCIA. My sister-in-law, Susan, is youth minister. My brother, Paul, teaches the confirmation class and serves on the board of the Catholic High School. And me, I'm trying not to get tangled in the mic cord. Over the years, though, something else has happened to my family. We got gradually closer to the front pews at Mass. That is, we have sort of let Jesus loose in our lives. And He has not hurt us, but rather He has healed us and helped us to carry our cross as good disciples. Again, don't get me wrong, our journey with Jesus is deeply personal, and no one else can judge except God alone. Still, sometimes we can see the small traces of that larger journey with Jesus in our little journey of how we pick our pews and where we sit at Mass as we journey toward the front. As you jockey for pew position Sunday after Sunday, remember that sitting safely in the back may not be the best way to pick your pew. Praise be Jesus Christ.